Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This is Computer Talk with Tab, hosted by Eric Semmel of Tab Computer Systems. Interact with Eric and his guest by phone at 522-WTIC or 1-800-966-WTIC. Email them in the studio at gethelpattabinc.com or get help anytime at computertalkwithtab.com. Now, here's Eric. And good morning. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Bob. And Bob is Bob Shorey. He's one of the MCSCs that comes in, helps me out with your computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns. Feel free to get online, 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. It's a gorgeous Saturday morning here in Connecticut, uh, so uh, I understand why you might be out there. I mowed my lawn on Thursday so I could have some time on Saturday. Uh, so hopefully you guys have got some time to yourselves and you, you want to cuddle up with your computer and f- have us fix it for you. <laughs> That's top of mind today. <laughs> but we're here if you're interested, and uh, we'll do our best to help you out with those those issues that are out there with technology, which is a constant battle. Uh, but as usual and customary, we do have some technology news, and uh, here's some good stuff for you. Um, Google is warning U.S. senators of foreign hackers targeting their Gmail accounts. Duh. Why on earth do these senators... Have these public email accounts? No idea. Because they have the government servers, exactly. which are protected and encrypted. Right. Yeah. Why, why might they have these separate servers? Bob? They, well, why? These separate accounts. Mm, why? I don't know. You know. There's only hundred senators. Does that mean they have a hundred accounts? And what about their staff? I know. Let's stop using the cloud guys um, and use the the government servers as long as they're not in somebody's bathroom and they're home in Chappaqua, uh, use the government servers so that you can actually have your email protected. It turns out that um, basically uh, the Senator Ron Wyden, a Democrat from Oregon on Wednesday, sent out a letter to Senate leadership mentioning the email targeting, but only referred to Google as a major uh, technology company. Um, But of course, Google on Thursday confirmed it's them. Um, They recently, Google last month, removed 58 accounts tied to Iran from YouTube and other Google services that were part of an influence operation. This is in quotes. Uh, the disclosure followed similar ones from Facebook and Twitter. So the moral of the story is use your government email, please. Um, have it protected and backed up so that we, the people, know what the heck you're doing. And, th- of course, you're going to be fished. So if you're, you know, whatever smith at, at gmail.com, Assume some bad guy is trying to trick you into giving them your password. <laughs> what was your password? Exactly. <laughs> um, it's a very common approach to getting into your system. It's simply phishing you and acting like there's somebody else, and you give them the information. Well, click on this link and update your personal information. Right. Don't forget to log in. <laughs> like, yeah. We, you know, we, we want to update our current information about you. Please put all your information right here. Uh, so, yes, Google is warning U.S. senators. I would also say they're probably warning House members. Also, if you're in the state legislature, same thing. Use your business or your government email, not Gmail. You know what I use my Gmail account for? Absolutely nothing. 
And I'm an Android user. I only use my Gmail. <laughs> well, wait a minute. I only used to use my Gmail account <laughs> when I had an Android phone. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, now you just use your other ones. Uh, other good news here, Toyota to finally support Android Auto. That's great. Toyota is one of a handful of automakers that only supports Apple CarPlay. Um, but they're going to finally go and support Android Auto. So that's a good thing. The more more d- systems that support Android Auto uh, for navigation, the better as far as I'm concerned. You just need your, for your smartphone to talk to your car. You don't need to pay for navigation or map updates on your silly car. You just, you've got it through the phone. The question that they didn't answer yet is, is that will they support like both systems simultaneously so that you can do both either an Apple or an Android? Well, many of them do. Well, yeah, not yet. Not, well, Usually yeah. they take one or the other, or um, you know what I mean. They're not really going. Well, Honda, no Honda. We got a Honda minivan. It does both. Really? Oh yeah. Oh, that's a good thing. Yeah. Toyota wants to. You know, I've got a Lexus that I drive around, which is a Toyota car, and they want to bill me massive amounts of money for the silly system. It's like I'm not going to use your. It's like six or seven hundred bucks or even more a year. I don't, don't bother with it. I got my phone. Yeah. I don't need your, your See, system. They're, they're trying to squeeze money out of, uh, you know, whatever they can get. Exactly. And, you know, the thing is, is that, you know, we it's don't need it. It's unnecessary. We yeah. don't need it. I don't, frankly, I don't want you to car your car talking to the, the, the Google Plex because, you know, who knows what you're going well, to do. Well, you know, it. I got a Ford, and yeah. they wanted to update this. Uh, they have the Microsoft Sync system. Yeah. So for me to get an update for my maps and what have you, yeah. it was like 300 and something bucks. <laughs> right. You know, heck with that. You know what? I'll be switching over to my phone soon android auto if you, you but, know? But, but but ford has to allow it that's the problem. no no i can sink in no but that's not the point it yeah. won't be on the won't be on dash the point is i have to mount my your phone phone right. and instead of using the display and being able to have it integrated right which, which is to me want. is backwards see i think yeah, these I companies try to control what you can do yes and that's bad it is bad and then they charge you this ridiculous amount of money to get something you already have on your phone which ends up being a like an anchor built into your car, mm-hmm. it's obsolete. Yeah, a year after you buy it. Right. I remember the days when I was in high school, and I could change out my head unit in my uh, car, my factory stereo. And I, you know, you go to Crutchfield and you get your car stereo and you plug in your stuff. Now, you need a computer degree just to connect to a silly screen on your dashboard. Well, you know, one of the things that upset me about my Ford is a year after I got it. Yeah. Okay, I got a notice from them saying they were dropping Microsoft Sync. <laughs> Don't you love that? And that's why it shouldn't be. Let them build cars that were, are great vehicles. Let us interface whatever device we want to the silly screen. It's but just a screen. Not only that, they didn't offer me an alternative. No, of course not. Oh, we're dropping this. Sorry. Yeah. And well, you, and that's you spent built ex- into the whole... Flipping system, I know. Yeah, Be it's, careful, it's, it's a family like show. $5,000 of... Uh, <laughs> I know, of technology. Of technology that's all of a sudden a boat anchor. I know, I literally turn my screen off on my car. I don't even bother having it on and just use my, my ways. I, I can't I, turn the screen off, but... You, know, you can't? No, it's on all the time because everything's built into it. Mm. The radio display is built into it, the yeah. heater controls, I mean everything. Yikes. So, you know... It's too bad. Yeah. Well, Android Auto's coming to Toyota. Not very uh, forward thinking. Mm, no. It really should be just a screen and you can do interface. Android Auto is an app that many cars now are going to give you the ability to do Apple CarPlay. You've got this too. You interface your phone and uh, this whatever's on your phone screen can be displayed as long as it's supported on the main primary dash screen on your on your car. That's really the best way to do it. They frankly should make spots on the dashboard to accept the phone. I mean, you got to buy these crazy clips that go into your uh, yeah. that go into your air vents. It's like, look, guys, you've lost the battle. Let us stick our phones on our dash. 
period. Let them charge. USB-C you know, interface, you lost. We're not using your built-in systems. Proprietary system? We're not doing it. <laughs> We've you learned. Know, uh, historically, all the accessories on a car started off as an aftermarket. Every one of them. Really? Radios, people were building those in. You know, I mean, uh, uh, radar detectors. Right. You know, I mean, you you name it. Dash cams. They right. were all started off as aftermarket. Speed, uh, uh, cruise control was aftermarket. You're kidding. No, that wasn't developed by the automakers. How would I you, remember buying the kits. How would you do cruise control yourself? Oh, it was pretty easy. You, you know, you had this modulator that you put in, this electronic thing. You, you, you Really? Do it yourself or used to do it all the time. Man, I would never touch that. And then you did add to things like fog lights. Now they put fog lights in. Right. I mean, all the things that they do that they give you as options. Mag wheels. Yeah. Do you, yeah, that's true. I remember going out, the first thing you would do is get rid of the wheels and buy new <laughs> tires and mag wheels and wide tires and, you yeah. know, then get your car repainted and put on some fancy stripes. All right. You know, now yeah. you can buy it already done. Yeah, and it's proprietary. <laughs> Good luck getting the little screws off a of Volkswagen, I'll tell you, to, to change your tire. <laughs> got these crazy wrenches. But, um, well, it's kind of funny. You've got a Tesla article about their built-in cam, right? They they are going to build in the dash cam technology, Oh, right? absolutely, yes. Uh, they're Just promising. To and, your point. Yeah, yeah. Hold on a second. Here it is. <laughs> Elon Musk promises Tesla dash cam feature soon. Mm-hmm. Dash cam mode would use the cameras on the vehicle normally for autopilot yeah. and will be released with uh, Tesla software version 9 as a beta feature. Right. Tesla's autopilot feature uses a battery of cameras to monitor other cars on the road, and a contingent of Tesla owners have been wondering why their cars can't use this hardware to also function like a dash cam. Right. Well, according to a tweet earlier this week from CEO... Elon Musk, that functionality is coming and soon. Good. Dash cams are aftermarket pieces of hardware. <laughs> to your point, yeah. That mount on a vehicle's windshield or dash to record activity in front and sometimes behind. And if you've got a fancy uh, unit, mm-hmm. the vehicle downside is that they can clutter up your car's interior and yet it's another piece of equipment to worry about. Yeah. It's easy to see why Tesla owners would want a user enabled feature that's already built in. Right. Okay. And, um, and if you're driving in Russia, it's a necessity. Well, everybody in Russia has them because you can come up to a stop sign and people will jump off the curb onto the front of your car and say that you hit them and then they <laughs> sue you. <laughs> and now I'm giving everybody ideas, right? No, not in America. Most people like their legs. <laughs> yeah, but if the car stops. Oh, oh. <laughs> okay. You jump off the curb well, onto the hood of the car, which damages the car, and then you roll off onto the car, oh. hold onto your legs, and go, oh, you hit me, you hit me. <laughs> Excuse me. That's funny. It's crazy. Oh, Bob. So now you're going to have a technology built into a Tesla. You can actually get a little DVR going and then post it up on YouTube, because if you've ever seen those videos on YouTube, it's crazy. Um, all the dash cam stuff on YouTube, and you can be a millionaire. Oh, yeah. Well, it would protect protects you from a lot of things. Cause exactly. People do a lot of funny exactly. things on the road. We'll put that link up there for you. Okay, yeah. So we got a bunch of other things we talk about. we got three lines open for you on this beautiful Saturday morning. If you're calling from Connecticut, feel free to get online, 800-966-WTIC-522-WTIC. But the 800 number is a national number. And if you listen to us over the pod or over the stream, love to have you. Feel free to get online, 800-966-WTIC-522-WTIC. We're going to take a quick break, and then we'll be right back. So Matt clearly doesn't know what day it is. 
our producer. But it is kind of mellow here. And uh, we're going to be here till 11 o'clock. Feel free to get online. And uh, one line open for you, 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. But let's get right to your calls. And we're going to go to Stefan in New Britain first. Hey, Stefan, what's up? Good morning, guys. Morning. Uh, I had a question about VPN, but if if I got an aftermarket part for my laptop, like an airfoil, will it run faster? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe if you add a little uh, cooler, a little nitrous too. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, if I got a Russian airfoil, would it run faster only in kilometers? <laughs> yeah, who knows? Yeah, it's okay. Pretty, yeah. Um, yeah, I wanted to set up a VPN. Yeah, I have a a cable Wi-Fi kind of thingy, and um. I heard that that I can set up a VPN. Yeah, so you want you want to try to surf more securely. Yeah. So you have to choose a VPN provider and understand this though that many of those VPN providers are still using traditional DNS, so they end up not necessarily giving you the security you're hoping for. Oh, um, okay. My my question about the VPN is: this is supposed to make my web connection anonymous. Right. It, it can. It, it tries to offer yeah. that. Yeah. Some some of it is not as anonymous as you think it is, um, because again, they use your local DNS. So yeah. the VPN happens, and then it's calling to your local machine's DNS to say, "Okay, Stefan wants to go here." So you, your VPN, you're going to establish a connection between your computer and, let's say, some VPN service in Albuquerque, right? So when yeah. you're surfing, now your IP address looks like it's in Albuquerque, right? Yeah. And you do your surfing, and the VPN provider is supposed to be kind of keeping that information there rather than through your internet connection. But with right. the prop, some of these systems actually look at your local DNS on your computer and say, okay, Stefan wants to find Google.com, right? And it actually then is able to, it kind of defeats the purpose of a VPN because it, it's caching that information as you've surfed. So it's a oxymoron. And some of the free stuff, again, the free VPN services, they'll cough up that information rather fast to anybody who needs to ask it because that's just the nature of their business. They're not going to say, oh, I'm going to protect Stefan from wherever he's searching. Um, they're uh-huh. going to they're going to give it up. So my, the moral of the story is it's really hard to be anonymous on the Internet. Um, you have to find a service that you trust. And the, the moment it just, you know somebody wants to find out where these users are going, the government's going to ask for it and they're going to, it's going to get coughed up rather fast. So I don't know that I would I don't know that I would subscribe to any of these things and I couldn't even give you a recommendation. I'm sure there's some folks out there that could say, "Oh, these are the best VPN services out there." But um it's right, it's cause, cause just all, all this odd stuff's popping up and you know like target ads, stuff like that and other things that are disconcerting. Yeah, you can uh, well you can use incognito mode and that'll yeah, help I do, you. Yeah, all the time. Yeah. Now, yeah, now, that be, that'll help because you. Because it, it interrupts my web experience. <laughs> well, if it's only for that, use the incognito mode, um, you know, deny cookies and stuff like that, and that'll give you a more private search or right. less or less ads. Okay. Thank you, guys. All right, Stefan. Thanks for calling. All right. Bye-bye. It is a common thing. People want to try to surf more anonymously these days, but you really can't, unfortunately. The only way you're going to surf anonymously is to turn your computer off and go to the beach. <laughs> exactly. All right. Let's go on to Dave in Burlington. Hey, Dave. What's up? Hey. How are you guys doing? Good. How are you? Great show. I love it. Thanks. Hey, I got a call from Apple yesterday on my phone. 
from Apple on your phone. Okay. Yeah, and they said that my uh, email account has been hacked and I need to reset the password. And they wanted to know your password, right, Dave? Oh, no, they wanted to know. They wanted me to go in and connect my computer with their computer. I said, no way, pal. <laughs> and uh, he kept pushing. Oh, yeah. I, I, he, he had my email address. I of suppose. course. Well, why don't you send it to me by U.S. mail? Send me how to reset it by U.S. mail. He said, yeah. yeah. But then they called back a total of seven times. Yep. And I couldn't. my son finally got fed up. He got on the phone and was hassling him. Yep. And then uh, he just blocked the call, but they called a total of seven times. Yep. They wanted to connect my computer with theirs, and I said, no way, pal. You're exactly right. That's a fake scam call. And uh, that this is that's they're fishing. They're literally putting a line right. in the in the My water. My son has an has, has an Apple account. He called Apple, and uh, they said to immediately hang up and to notify them. Yep. So just to beware. Anytime, anytime Microsoft calls you or emails you, your bank you know emails you, the Apple IRS. emails you, the IRS <laughs> emails you. Uh, you you can't. Email, as far as I'm concerned, right. is nothing. To, you can't use it to communicate anything important. Right. Period. I, people call up and ask me about my computers. I says I have seven of them in front of me. Which one do you want to talk about? <laughs> I says give me the IP address. Yeah. And they won't. Yeah, they don't. Yeah, they're just trying to trick yeah. you. So I'm glad you brought it up, Dave. It's good to keep reminding people. There's a lot of gullible folks out there that will very easily give that information. If you uh, ever find yourself typing in anything from an email, you know, verify your account. Right. You are literally giving the bad guys the keys oh, to your yeah. Well, your, your plus, the guy sounded like he was in a bus station with all the activity. I asked him, are you calling from a bus station? <laughs> <laughs> He's probably calling from the third world somewhere. You know, there's, oh, yeah. there's, there's a couple of call center. in the background. Yeah, it's a call center. Literally, it's become a business. They have, you know, they'll take people off the street and have them start calling, and they'll pay them whatever minimum wage that they're going to be paid. You know, they'll have great working conditions. I mean, and they have a script to go by. I try to yep. get them off their script. Yeah, there's... They're all scammers. So thanks for the update, Dave. Okay. All right, man. Bye. Bye-bye. That is a thing to be aware of. <laughs> then I think of the most gullible, speaking of gullible, yeah. are the ones that are in our government. Well, yeah. Because <laughs> they give it up the most. Instantly. Um, yeah, any email you get, you know, hey, your Bank of America account is compromised. Please put your data here. Just confirm this is you. I need your bank account number. I need your Social Security. They'll never – no self-respecting business should ever email you that information ever i get emails from state government click here for you i know i can't believe all the governments do it i know and you know then they, they're talking about cybersecurity and this and that and wait a minute they're setting themselves up for people to hijack their emails right use it as a template and then change the coding in the background yep. to be able to impersonate them and use that so that they can get people's stuff I hear you. It's not a good thing. Um, so we're going to be here till 11 o'clock. Feel free to get in line. Danny and Bill, hang on. Two lines open for you, 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. If you want to talk about being scammed or the stuff that's happening out there on the Internet, let us know. Uh, it is a constant problem out there. Just, 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 You've got to be vigilant. You've got to assume anybody knocking on your front door or your computer may not be from where the company the company they say they're from. So don't let them in if it's from the water department unless you you call the department and say, hey. You mean you, they might lie? They're probably going to lie. <laughs> um, keep, keep very vigilant. We'll be right back. There you go. Now you got the right day. I knew you had it in you, Matt.
Now, the question is, do you really know what time it is? Oh, that's a whole other song. We're going to be here till 11 o'clock. Feel free to get online, and uh, we'll do our best for you. And uh, John Silva was rubbing in the Jets a little bit with me here. I'm a sad Jet fan. And uh, we had hope. We had a little hope. I mean, after that first play, we, we figured, okay, typical Jet season. And then all of a sudden, they, they beat the heck out of the Lions. And we're like, wow, we, we, could, we could win a game or two as, a, as Jet fans. Ooh, I actually saw a flag in my neighborhood, a Jet flag. You'd never put out anything if you're a Jet fan. I mean, it's really paper bag time. <laughs> what were you going to say, Bob? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can't. As a Jet fan, it's, it's a rough life. I think we're just gluttons, right? And then they get beat by the Browns. Mm. The team hasn't won a, a game in like Browns years. used to be the powerhouse, and sure, well, the they, Jets were at one time too. But they, that was when Namath. Then, then they, well, yeah, but the Browns. <laughs> I didn't even exist at that time. <laughs> the Browns did like the Colts, and they left town in the middle of the night. Oh, that's right. Know? Yeah, and then uh, you know changed their name and did something else, and then they uh, they're back. There was well, yeah, I don't know, but that was like the most packed stadium. Up the NFL. Was it? And they left the market. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. That's too bad. I wasn't a fan, but I knew when I yeah. lived in Indiana, a lot of my friends were Browns fans. Yeah. And they were tough. The, the uh, dogs, what were they? The, the dog pound. The dog pound. Yeah. yeah. They were well, hardcore. Yeah. I can't watch. I just can't watch. I can't watch. <laughs> just can't do it anymore. At least we got the Red Sox. Let's go on to your calls. We're going to go to Danny and Glastonbury. What's going on, Danny? Hey, guys. Listen, my tablet's become uh, a little less responsive to the touch when I touch the screen. Yeah. And I remember my Acer used to have a setting for sensitivity. Mm. Uh, And I looked on my Galaxy here, and I can't find that setting. I don't think there is one. Uh, Again, I have the exact same tablet as you. Yeah. Um, I don't think there is a setting, Danny. I think... Is uh, that dying device indication, or... It, well, it could be. It could be a problem with the the screen itself. Um, uh-huh. But uh, there is no sensitivity to the touch that I know of. I can do some little bit of research. I know Bob's probably try, checking now if he knows anything, but I don't think there is a sensitivity uh-huh. setting um, on the touch screen. But I can double check for you. Uh, okay. I would say it's probably – it could be showing its age or something. Are you, did you find something, Bob? Yeah, it says uh, to change this setting, tap the settings, tap the language and input, scroll to the very bottom of these settings – and tap pointer speed on a tablet. That's what it says on the Android. So there must be one. So I'm I'm corrected, huh. Danny. There is a you setting. Put that up on the on, yeah, on your website. At, we can for the show. Yeah, we can put it up there for you. But I didn't even. I would. I'm I'm shocked to even hear there is one. So yeah, what I, do I know? Because just what Bob said, as fast as he said it, I didn't really catch that. But yeah. I went on everything that I could think of. None of that sounded familiar. I mean, that that I had for options. Right. And none of that even sounded familiar. It's under well. It's obviously will be under the settings if there is one, but we'll put one up there for you. Okay. And, uh, hey, and uh, one other thing: How about Elon Musk and the uh, uh, Miyazawa going to the moon, buying all the seats? Yeah. Well, Elon. So, Danny, you know, I try to avoid personalities when it comes to Musk, but that guy's losing his marbles. Oh, he is. Well, I mean, that <laughs> happened to Nikola Tesla too. I mean, he can't be that smart and stay. Yeah, he's he, well, he's I Howard sent Hughes. An email. Yeah, I sent an email to uh, ask if I could go. No, oh. to uh, uh, dearmoon.com. Nice. <laughs> I bet the I bet the seat's kind of expensive. No, he already he already bought the seats. He's just looking for people to take with him. Interesting people, artists and sculptors and designers. And I figured he may he might just be looking for a geezer. 
<laughs> for, another, for another variant, and they're gonna they're gonna live stream the whole thing um, if it ever happens, of course. But I mean, I when I was in 1954, when I was eight years old, I had a telescope, and my mother bought me a. It was uh, photos of the moon, but it blown up in cross sections so yeah. you could make a mosaic. Yeah. In enlarged. Yeah. And I mean, I've been in love with the moon since you know way back. So. Yeah, nothing sounds crazy about what all, all that you just said there at all. <laughs> hop on a hop on a spaceship with Elon Musk and his buddy and head to the moon. Uh, I, I mean, I'm ready. I'm ready to die anyway. So you know, I mean, what a better way to go? <laughs> That's true, right? If you're going to go, you're going to go on a rocket ship. Yeah, if, if I was young and healthy, I might reconsider. But you know, does it does it does it see, see, uh, feel a little hail boppish if they start giving you purple uh, robes oh, no, and it, Nike yeah, sneakers? No, look out! Yeah, no, it absolutely does. <laughs> I mean, it's it's. It's definitely on the far end of the branch, out as far as you can go. Yeah, and it shouldn't. Elon shouldn't be messing around with that stuff. He has a hard enough time being taken seriously these days, based on what he's tweeting and talking about. Oh yeah, and the it, Joe Rogan interview and stuff like uh, that. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it really is going to, I think, affect his company. And now with all the other manufacturers out there, like BMW, Mercedes, mm-hmm. Volkswagen, but Toyota. You know the one advantage he has is he's got the Gigafactory making the batteries. Oh, so they'll buy the batteries from them. And the solar walls. Yeah. Yeah, and the wall, and I mean, he's got a lot of other great things going on. Yeah, but you can't. You may not be able to make a whole lot of money selling batteries if the competition's buying them from you. Great, but I don't think mm-hmm. the margin is going to be real high. And, and don't forget the brain interneural internet, the with the implants to to tie your brain into, um, you know, computers. The he, interlink. He's doing that too? that too. Oh, brother! Yeah. What could go wrong? Well, this, nothing. No, <laughs> everybody's talking about a moon party. Moon party, just, moon just party. Like if, if, mm. if, if I go and it's on a Saturday, you're going to get a call halfway to the moon, and that, then you really be big pimping. I'll oh, I, I would love to take that call, and uh, the station would be happy to pay that long-distance charge. So when that happens, <laughs> you call the 800 number from the moon, man, you're in. Okay, guys, goodbye. Thanks, Danny. Bye-bye. And there is a sensitivity setting on your Android device. I did not know that. I've got a, I've got, we've got this crazy – we don't cook very well at home. We don't cook much at all. So we've got these – we've got this – it's a microwave and an oven that you have to touch it. That's just the surface. And and if you don't touch it with the right, I don't know what it is. It's there's no button you push in or out. You have to tap it. So you got, you got the mother-in-law who's pounding on it. You know, honey, you don't have to touch it harder. You just, just touch it. You can't touch it hard enough. So I wish there was a sensitivity setting on my stupid microwave so I could pop some popcorn for crying out loud <laughs> without going crazy, touching it just the right way so that the thing, it's a German thing. I don't know. I don't even know why. So I it doesn't it. burn it or not even burn it. I mean, I can't even put the, I can't even tap the numbers in, you know, you get somebody, Oh, the two's not working. What do you mean? The two's not working. See, it should be voice command. They got a deal. I didn't voice command. Alexa's having these things where it can, uh, you can put your home appliances and be controlled by Alexa now. So you know Toasters what? Toasters and, and uh, microwave ovens and uh, coffee makers. And I can see that things. so that you don't have to touch it mm-hmm. and have a sensitivity issue, but you have to say it the right way. You'll have, to have the, you'll have to get the command down right, so you have to say, like, Alexa, pop my popcorn. Alexa, Earl Grey, hot. Hot, yeah, right. <laughs> it's coming. It's coming. It's coming, Jean-Luc. We're going to step out for a quick break. Get back to more of your calls, 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. Uh, Rick and Nancy, hang on. Everything we've talked about will be posted live over at computertalkwithtab.com. That's the name of the show.com, which also works. And if you go to Facebook and like us on Facebook and Mark Zuckerberg deems our news worthy, it may, just may, get to your news feed. However, it may not. We'll be right back.
Back in the 70s here again with Matt. <laughs> don't even know this tune. I'm sure I do know it, but... Philadelphia Freedom. Ooh, look at you. <laughs> All right, Bob knows. We're going to be here till 11 o'clock. Feel free to get online. Two lines open for you. And uh, 1-800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. Let's go on to Nancy in Waterbury, who's been on the phone the longest. What's up, Nancy? Hi. Hello. Yeah, so um, my problem is I use my phone for um, email and um, sure. instead of a, a computer right now. And so I'm getting a message that says um, I need to back up uh, your cloud before it expires. Uh-oh. So I'm not sure what to do. And I've been getting the message for a little while. Do I have to worry about that? I hate it when the cloud dissipates. So <laughs> so basically, whatever service you're using, whatever email service, they're saying, look, Nance, if you want to hang on to this email, you better back it up because we're going to do some house cleaning. And so oh, if you have any email that you need for whatever reason, um, you need to back it up. Now, you don't have a place to back it up because you're not using a computer. You're using your phone. Um, so there's a chance you're going to lose your email. Oh, not your email box or your email itself, but that email that was sent to you because they're warning you that they're going to do some cleaning. And they really don't care whether you have your email there or not. And generally, most cloud services don't back up your email. And uh, it's really up to you to protect this stuff so that if you need it, you have it. Or you have to print it out, Nance. But again, you need to connect to a, a printer that can support talking to a smartphone. Right which many do these days, they offer wireless right. printing in that way. Right. So what I do if if I want to um, see an email or if it's important, um, I send it to my husband's laptop. That'll work. And then I can I can print it or, you know, see it again. Is, it, is your husband using the same service as you? Well, it's, yeah, it's... Um, same email service? You guys use the same type of service for your emails, both of you? Yeah. All right. So his is at risk of being lost as well. So if you send it to his laptop, that's great. If if it comes down to his laptop using like an Outlook mail client, then he's got it locally on his computer. That's great. If he's browsing to the mail system through the internet and is just looking at the cloud, yeah. then again, it's at risk as well. So he needs to back up his email as well. What service do you use? Well, it's um, Gmail. Uh, Gmail's warning you they're going to be cleaning house. Okay. You must have a lot yeah. of you must have a lot of mail out there, Nancy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's coming. Uh, they're going to clean it out on you, and if it's a uh, if you need it, you're going to lose it. But yeah, you know, it depends on how important your email is. It's old email. It's it's been there, done that, and if it's it's right. about if it's about yoga and setting up wedding things, right. who cares, right? That's, that's, you, you can delete that anytime. Well, the NSA doesn't need it anymore. I belong to. I get a lot of important. Um, yeah, right. Events coming up, things like that, and uh, yeah, so it's just noise. You can delete that. That's past <laughs> stuff. It's past stuff, right? It's already happened. Right, right. That's true. So um, I think what I need to do is um, use the computer more and download it. Yeah, download it locally if you want to hang on to it. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. I can figure that out. Thank you very much. Anytime, Nance. Bye bye. Okay. But yeah, that can happen to your cloud um, because really it's not yours. You're borrowing it um, and they let you have access to it because I just read something recently where Google said, you know, they're not, they're, 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 
I guess doing less of reading your email, but they allow third parties to read your email now. So, <laughs> what do you mean like the NSA? Not the NSA. <laughs> Who knows? Uh, there could be an agreement there. But um, apps, right? So, you know, Facebook got in trouble for their whole issue with that that survey, right, where they were using our data and collecting data inappropriately because the uh, the uh, designer of that app didn't follow quote unquote Facebook's rules. Well, Google has the same type of thing. You know, they tell people, okay, you're welcome to grab our user's email and read it as long as you don't use it nefariously or in any bad way. And, uh, you know, tell me what that means. They pinky swear. They pinky swear. (laughs) They all pinky swear. So what I'm telling you is you could find apps on your system, on your phone or whatever you're using that are also reading your, your, your Gmail. Um, and I can find the link for you. I'll put it up as an article. You can read it yourself, but it's out there. These guys, it's free for a reason. When it's free, you're the commodity. Exactly. Let's go on to Rick and Nuggetuck. Hey, Rick. Hey, good morning. I'm awake. Hey, good. Uh, (laughs) Good, good, good. So, hey, what I'd like to do is I'd like to uh, send receive uh, texts uh, via my PC. Um, I've done as much online research as I can get, and then finally uh, gave up finding something. I called Apple, and it sounds like uh, they don't, uh, as I have an iPhone, they don't uh, support uh, PCs or Windows. so do you guys know if there's a bridging software I can pair uh, my phone to the PC, you know, via Bluetooth at all? Via Bluetooth. So you want to res- – I can tell you you can send texts from your computer, like from an email. You can yeah, send the text. Okay. You want the other way around. Yeah. All right. So can you give me an, an idea as to how you want to use this feature so I can better understand what you're trying to do? Sure. Well, uh, essentially, it, it, for example, if I could put my phone uh, safe in my pocket, just a scenario, and uh, that way, uh, but I'm working on my computer. Oh, I see. I get a text pop up, maybe in a side window, and I can then answer to receive and so forth. You want so you want a notification that you got a text without having your phone go off or bang or buzz or whatever you're doing. You just want it to be right there on your computer. It would be. Terrific. Just like yeah. uh, the Outlook pops up with your emails periodically with uh, you know, the, the, the timing to send and receive, yep. uh, I'd like to wonder if I could do that at all. Maybe, maybe it can't be done. I just, and then if it can't, then you guys uh, can take my idea, run with it, write the program, and, and sell it, and I'll just take a small 10%. <laughs> um, we are finding there are technologies out there. Um, Bob just found an article about it through Tech Radar, believe it or not. Um, to see if it supports Apple. So it might be out there where you can actually control your phone, uh, your smartphone through this. But Apple and Microsoft, even though Microsoft saved Apple from bankruptcy long ago, are still not really friends. Yeah. And um, But we can look uh, to see if there's anything out there. If anybody out there is a user who's doing what Rick wants to do, where they, you, know, you want to get a notification on your computer that your Apple smartphone got a text, that's what you're looking for. Uh, yep. And then be able to respond uh, to that text. Essentially, have a an app. Have a uh, yeah. Have a have a window pop up that we can remotely, if you will, or uh, you know, talk back and forth to the phone from the PC in the texting. Uh, right. Because you don't want and you don't want it in reverse. Like I told you, you can do that from a PC. You can text the things, but you want it the other way around. Uh, right. What about I- does iTunes yeah. offer something? Uh, I am. I have been online and looking and web searching and so forth. And there's been a couple of supposedly uh, supposed solutions on YouTube, and you know, that's the basic stuff of you know checking your 
uh, whether or not your drivers are up to date, turn yeah. it on and off, you know, the normal stuff that like, is your PC plugged in? Like, duh, like, right. all right. <laughs> you know what though, Rick, it's actually kind of on, if you think about it, you're very much a unique person to actually not be glued to your phone. Right. So you're, exactly. you're trying to solve a problem that 99.9% .9 of the population doesn't have where literally their phone is glued to their person. And, right. uh, they're looking at it every three minutes anyways. So you're saying, right. I want to put my phone in a basket in the kitchen and go work on my computer in the living room, wherever it is, and hope my computer will tell me what's happening on my phone. Right. It's a lot more efficient if I'm doing work uh, yeah. with Excel or whatever the case might be on my PC and have a window pop up possibly. All right. Well, we'll have to do some research on this. And we have found a few things that we can post for you that you can take a look at. But I don't think we found anything specific. Um, I'm glad I'm stumping the stars. Uh, <laughs> well, so you're asking, you're asking for something unique, very unique. <laughs> like I said, maybe he, I'll take a 10% royalty and I'll be happy with it. You got it, Rick. All right. Thanks very much. You got it, sir. We'll do our best for him. We'll try to find an answer for that. If you guys have found an app that does that, where you can put your phone in a basket far away, far away from your person, and actually use a computer and have it talk to your phone and, and be able to interact back and forth. I don't know. That sounds a little, little unique. I don't know. You didn't really find anything that goes that direction. The other direction we found so far. From the PC, yes, directly. All day, but All day long. You know, if you got it tied to your email account, I don't see how it wouldn't go to both places, let's say, simultaneously. Hmm. Well, we'll have to do some research. We're going to be here until 11 o'clock. Feel free to get online. Four lines open for you. Everything's been posted live over at computertalkwithtab.com. Mike G is working feverishly. He also posted to our Facebook site. If you like us at Tab Computer Systems, it'll get into your newsfeed. And yes, if you really have time to use Twitter, which I don't have any idea how anybody has time to use Twitter, but if you do, you can follow us at Tab Computer Sys, and it'll get to your Twitter feed. We'll be right back. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.